Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast this week. Hope you're doing well wherever and whenever you are. My name's Simon, my wife Maria and I are the lead pastors at Everyone Church. And this Sunday was Vision Sunday. I love Vision Sunday. It's a unique day where we talk about who we are, where we've come from, where we're at, and where we are dreaming to head in the future. And if you are just checking us out on our podcast or via our website, make sure you come and visit us in person. We'd love to meet you and get to know you. You know we're a new church, and we're a growing church, and we're enjoying the journey, and we'd love you to be part of it. So what I'm going to try and do today in the podcast is summarize our Vision Sunday presentation. Uh, there was a lot that was said, a lot that was shown, and it's a little difficult to put all in podcast form, but can I encourage you to go to our website to everyonechurch.com.au for its last vision. And on there, you can find a summary of all the things we shared on Vision Sunday uh, and our plans for the future. And also, you can find some action points of how you can get involved. It'd be great for you to check that out. You know, our church really started as a dream that God put in Maria and my heart. We'd always had a sense of calling that we would pastor a church one day. And we went to our pastors of 20 plus years, Pastors Jack and Carol Haynes at Imaginations Church out in Penrith. And uh, we went to them with three things one, that the Lord had put on our heart. One was that we were to pioneer a new church. We didn't have a name at, uh, at that point. Uh, the second thing was that we were to plant in this kind of region around uh, the south side of these incoming um, Western Sydney airport. And then the third thing was that we, we wanted to do it through our pastors. You know, sometimes it's, it can be difficult to meet with your pastors who, who you love who you've done 20 plus years with and share what's on your heart. But that's what we do because we love Jesus and we do life together. And it wasn't in our heart to leave a church. We wanted to be sent and covered and blessed. And it wasn't about money or anything like that. It was about relationship. And so we shared openly with them. And I'll never forget it. Uh, Pastor Jack found me in the church car park uh, a couple of days later because I was on staff there. And he ran into me and said, you know, we want to pay your full-time wage for two years. We want to help you, and uh, we want to get this church off the ground. And they have helped us, and he's still on our board to this day. And then the Australian Christian Churches, which is the movement we're a part of, of over 1,100 churches across Australia, they offered us a church planning grant, a very generous church planning grant, one of only a few in the state that they give out per year. And we began preparing. We put up a website. We really felt a leaning in our heart from the Lord to do online services as our like service platform uh, to begin with. And that turned out to be prophetic because we had one in-person lunch in June 2021, and then we went into lockdown like seven days later for six months. And in fact, we didn't even have our first in-person gathering until that Christmas time. And then in early 2022, we moved to monthly in-person services with online services in between. And then mid-2022, we moved to fortnightly. And then early last year, February 2023, we moved to weekly in-person services. And it's been a great journey. We've been enjoying every little by little step along the way. And we have a vision, and that is to bring Jesus to everyone, everywhere, both locally and globally. And we know that's a big dream, right? That's a big vision to bring Jesus to everyone, everywhere. Like, how do you do that? Well, we do it little by little. Uh, we do things locally and overseas. You can find out more about what we do in missions 
uh, on our website. I encourage you to check that out. It's a big part of who we are. It's in our DNA. And we also have values. Our four core values are expressions of what's important to us. They help keep us grounded. And they are, uh, number one, we follow Jesus. We live for him, to know him, to please him, to to walk with him day by day. Also, we lean into faith friendships, not just association, but genuine friends in the faith. You'll notice when you come to our church, we aren't an event service-centric church. We are a community-centric church. We value the family of faith. We value doing life together and having faith friends who are transparent and, and, and friendships that are founded on love for one another. Also, we engage in discipleship. We are on an intentional journey towards spiritual maturity. We aren't just here to be babies forever, uh, asking the pastor to you know spoon feed us truths from the scripture. No, no, we want to grow in God. Also, we live mission-minded. To bring Jesus to everyone everywhere means we have to live with the mission on our mind. And the mission won't be on our mind if it's not in our heart. So these Values are kind of like four pillars or legs on a table, you know, and they really do focus on Jesus, community, maturity, and mission. These four things that we really hold dear in our church and, and in our teaching and in our connect groups in every area of church, we keep those values at the forefront. And it's very important for us to be united in these together. But we also have dreams for the future. And some of these are sooner than later, some of these are later than sooner. Uh, but today is the day where we share these, and I, I encourage you as I go through these briefly to lean in, and maybe you might want to write down something that sticks out to you, maybe something the Lord prompts you to be part of, to to be the solution for. And it's it's very important if you need clarity on anything to come and talk to us, uh, ask us. Uh, if you're not sure about something, if you want to help with something, please, we're here to 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 give you clarity and answer any questions that you might have about where we're at and where we're heading. So our church is growing little by little. Um, our database is growing. Um, we have a a growing core of church members. I, I believe our church has a lot of healthy things happening. Uh, financially, our church is taking strides, you know, little by little. We're, we're learning to stand on our own two feet financially as our financial support from imaginations ended in the middle of last year. But if this is your spiritual home and this is where you have found a place to be planted, I encourage you to pray and seek God and, and consider how you can support us financially. It really helps us make plans for the future if, when giving is consistent. And, uh, you know, Maria and I, we, we, we tithe, we give, we also give to missions, and we're not asking our church to do anything that we aren't already doing ourselves. We're here with you. We're on this journey together, and we shared some figures and, and goals for the future uh, in the area of church finances uh, at Vision Sunday, but uh, if you want to know any more about that, come and ask us. We'd love to let you know. We want to be transparent with that side of church, absolutely. So let's talk about our services and venue, and we're continuing to meet weekly. We have the occasional uh, online service and school holidays to rest and also to have dinners with the guys, dinner with the girls, get together in other kind of areas. And um, it's really important for us to care for our volunteers. And church planning is hard, you know, setting up, packing up. And we want to make sure we have time to rest. Absolutely. All the dates for our upcoming services are on our website. And we're planning to find a new venue this year because we're outgrowing our current venue. We need a bit more room for our kids. And we also just need a bit more space and a place where we can set our own service time and all sorts of things. We love the Juicy Goose. They've been so good to us, but it is time for us to 
widen our tent pegs is my prayer request to the Lord. It's, Lord, we want a little bit more room to continue to grow together. And I ask you to please pray with us for the right venue to open up at the right cost. You know, right now our rent is very, very cheap. So wherever we move, it's guaranteed probably to double. Um, and so there, with that is a, is, a, is a step of faith financially for us as a church, and we want to be wise with that. So please be praying with us and for us as we make these decisions and inquire about different venues in our local area. We're not going to move anywhere too far away, all within a stone's throw of where we're currently meeting in Smeaton Grange. Uh, also, outreach events. Um, and firstly, you need to know every service we have I believe is an outreach and uh, we make our services welcoming for new people and visitors and non-Christians. We do have a number of people who come to church who've never been to church before and we hope that our services are welcoming to everyone. And also sharing Jesus with our community is not an event. It's, it's your mission as a Christian to share Jesus with those around you. But we do have two big church outreaches in the year. One is on Easter Sunday, our Easter Sunday fun day on March 31st. Also, our Carols in the Park event on December 14th. And we have some Plan B and Plan C dates just in case the weather isn't good for that one. But uh, these events, uh, we've been running them for a couple years now, and they're building momentum. They're a great opportunity to invite people to church and also serve our community. Plus, we're planning to do Alpha again in June. And, you know, let's be inviting friends and volunteering to help us put up, pull off these events. Also, we have the opportunity to help with community barbecues in our local area through the council, um, which we have another one of them coming up in March, and I think we're going to do one in springtime as well. And you might ask, what can you do to help with this? Well, obviously prayer, inviting people, but also being a part of them. It's, it's better when we do it together. Absolutely. The next area I want to talk about is connect groups. And last year, we took some great steps with connect groups. We currently have four connect groups, two women's connect groups and two men's. And these are aimed at being a place for us to know and grow, for us to get to know each other, but also grow in the things of God, grow in our faith. And this year, they will start up again in March, and we're moving them to fortnightly. Now, why are we moving them to fortnightly? Last year, they were monthly. Well, we just want to have more opportunities to grow together and strengthen each other. And as our church grows and grows, uh, these connect group meetings are going to become really, really important for us to kind of knit our community together and grow together. Absolutely. Now, we have a dream of multiple connect groups running across our whole region, from Camden to Campbelltown, from Gregory Hills to Cobbity, you know, uh, people riding horses and stuff, running connect groups, all these kind of things. But uh, what you can do to help us is, is, number one, be part of a connect group. Absolutely. But also, uh, you might want to consider running a connect group or hosting a connect group in your home. I'm currently writing a connect group leaders fast track uh, course, which will help train connect group leaders and have a chat with Maria or I, and uh, we'd love to help you on that journey. If you're feeling uh, a prompting to be a connect group leader, that'd be awesome. Let's talk about our kids ministry. Every kid, we love our kids ministry. Uh, we believe we have something beautiful happening out there. Kids getting along different ages and Maria will continue to oversee our kids team and we want it to be a safe place as it already is. We will, um, obviously all our, our volunteers are trained and, and we're staying on top of everything from a safer church's point of view. And this year we have uh, made plans of what we're going to be learning together in Kids Church and also plans about what they're going to be doing on the missions front. Last year, our Kids Church built their own home for a widow in Burundi. And this year we have something really amazing planned, which we'll talk about on our Missions Vision Sunday next week. 
and our kids' church will be greatly benefited with a bigger venue, okay? So what can you do to help with kids? Well, you might want to consider um, volunteering for our kids' team. Obviously, the more the merrier. But the big thing is for parents, bring your kids to church consistently. I know that this might seem really obvious, but uh, for us, you know, we want to continue to develop a, a a community of kids in our church, and uh, it's just way better when the kids are there consistently. You know, even things like events, um, like Christmas, for example, we'd love to get the kids to sing a song together, and it's hard when, you know, some kids are away or they come infrequently. We need to have a consistency there, and uh, that would be awesome. Now, let's talk about every youth. We currently don't have a youth ministry, but we have a dream of a youth ministry called every youth. And according to our records, we have more youth in our church than you might think. So we're making plans about how we can get them together. We have a couple of Youth Alive events that we're going to bus a bunch of kids to this year. One is in June, another is in September. Particularly the September one is a statewide Youth Alive event. You might have never heard of Youth Alive. Well, they basically run large Christian youth rallies across our state and our nation. And it's just a great chance for youth ministries to get together, particularly smaller youth ministries like ours, to come together and just be in a big room with other Christians, invite their friends. And, you know, it's really important for teenagers to know that that Christians aren't just non-existent, you know, that I remember as a teenager, getting into a stadium of other Christians was just so encouraging for my faith. So I want to encourage you, uh, parents, get your kids to these events. And uh, you also might want to consider how you can volunteer. We need uh, minimum numbers for supervision to take kids to any of these events. And uh, it'd be great to have you involved. Um, very quickly, we'll talk about young adults. Uh, obviously, Maria and I, we're passionate about this season of life. I'm not a huge fan of the term young adult because I think it's a cop-out. Because when the world is labeling you as a young adult, you know, maybe you're 18 to 30 or something like that, uh, God's Word is filled with uh, examples of young adults who did amazing things for God, from Joseph to David to Daniel to Jesus and his disciples. And um, don't consider yourself young and stupid if you are a young adult. No, be young and faithful. Be young and and hungry for God. So throughout this year, we're going to get our young adults together absolutely as that age group continues to grow in our church. One area that we really want to develop in our church this year is the area of growing in our faith. I'm not sure if you've ever seen a trellis before. You know, sometimes when they have a vine growing or a tomato plant or something, they'll put a trellis behind it, like a little wooden frame to help the vine, the plant grow. And a trellis supports growth. It doesn't dictate it. Uh, It doesn't choke or control the vine that it's supporting. It's a structure for a healthy growing plant to be guided by. And Maria and I have always known that there will be a time for our church to introduce some growth support for us all, and we believe that time is now. So we want to help everybody in our church, regardless of where they're at on their faith journey, to have steps to grow in their faith. Okay, And when I say grow, I'm not talking about numerical. I'm talking about spiritual growth, growing in maturity, learning to think, feel, and choose the way Jesus would have us in our day-to-day lives. So today we're launching something new on our church website under the Get Involved tab. You can find a link there for Grow in Your Faith, uh, or you can go directly to everyonechurch.com.au forward slash grow. And there, there is three stages of growth. One is for those who are starting out, maybe you're a new Christian or you're restarting your faith journey. The second stage is 
you're maturing. Maybe you've been around the Christian faith for a while and you want to take more steps to grow. And the third is serving others, which Jesus shows us is the end goal of maturity. You know, when Jesus was at the end of his ministry, about to give his life on the cross, what did he do? He washed his disciples' feet and he said, this is the example I've given you to follow. So the maturest of Christians understand that they live for more than just themselves, and they're there to help others on their journey. So imagine if you're a new Christian in our church and you want to know more about Jesus, well, head to that Grow website on our website, and you can find uh, some faith essentials videos that show you the basic kind of doctrines of the faith. Also, you can see some recommended books. And for those in that maturing stage of of their faith, we're launching the Disciple Course, which is through Alpha Crucis. You can find out more about that on our website. Now, you might say, what can you do to be part of this? Well, it's all completely free, obviously, but and we'll be announcing in March of how you can sign up to these things and how you can grow. These these things are there for people who are hungry. Now, if you're a consumer Christian and, and you aren't hungry for more of God, this won't excite you at all. But if you're a real disciple, if you're following Jesus and you want to grow, you want to know more of Him, uh, this will help take you to the next level. Absolutely. You know, experience doesn't always automatically equate to maturity. Like just because you've been around church for a long time doesn't mean that you're going to automatically grow. Growth takes intentionality. It takes a coffee with someone. It takes reading a book. It takes doing a course. It takes going on a missions trip, which we'll talk about next week. It takes growing in your knowledge and understanding of the things of God. Amen? Amen. Well, all of these programs and trellises and dreams, they all hinge on one main thing, or a few main things, but one of them that I really want to focus on today And I want to encourage us uh, with a bit of a word that I believe is uh, for our church this year. It's not really a theme. It's more of a prophetic word that I believe the Lord has placed in my heart. And as as much as, as our church is about vision and team and dreams, at the heart of it, it's about God and people. God and people. It's about Jesus and everyone. And when you think about it, that pretty much sums up life. <laughs> like life is about God. It's about people. You know, I just went through my whole Bible in 30 days, uh, the 30 day shred, as with a number of people in our church who did the same throughout January. And the Bible is about God and people. It's about God and Abraham. It's about God and Isaac. It's about God and Jacob. It's about God and the people of Israel. It's about God and Saul, God and David, God and the prophets. God and people. So let's look at Matthew chapter 5. Now, I'm going to read a whole bunch of verses in Matthew chapter 5, so just follow along with me. I'm just basically flicking through the chapter. But Jesus is speaking. We'll start in Matthew 5, verse 21 to 22, where it says this, You have heard that our ancestors were told you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. Let's move to verse 27 and 28. You have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. All right, let's move to verse 31 to 32. You have heard the law that says a man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce. But I say a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery. 
verse 33 to 34. You have also heard that our ancestors were told you must not break your vows. You must carry out the vow you make to the Lord. But I say, do not make any vows. Are you catching a pattern here? Okay, one more. Uh, Verse 38 to 39. You have heard the law that says the punishment must feed Uh, must match the injury, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. And finally, in verse 43 to 44, you have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. We all hear voices in our lives. Uh, Internal voices, external voices, positive voices, negative voices, Siri, Alexa, mom, dad, kids. We all have voices in our lives. We have all heard it said before. We have all heard things. Some of us hear but don't listen. Some of us listen but don't hear. You can figure out what that means. I don't even know what that means. But I want to encourage us today that Jesus has something he wants to say to you. Jesus has words of life and wisdom, and he speaks today. You have heard, but I say, is what the scripture says. You know, the other day, my my son was a bit upset, Uh, Elliot, he's in year one, and he said to me, in the midst of him just being tired and upset because you know school's back and he's tired and he says someone said to me at school that I'm the ugliest kid in the whole school and when I heard that as his dad something welled up in me and I put my hand on one hand on both shoulders and I looked at him gave him a bit of a shake and he made eye contact and I said you have heard it said (laughs) but I say you are a handsome muscly fast smart amazing young man. You have heard, but I say, I believe that this is a year where God is going to speak to you. For some of you in our church, it will be the first time ever. For some of you, it will be the first time in a long, long time. For some of you, it will change your life forever. For some of you, it will save your marriage. For some of you, it will call you out into a God-given purpose greater than you've ever experienced. You have heard, but I say. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 27, My sheep, listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Jesus has something he wants to say to you. Words that will comfort, words that will correct you, direct you sustain you, give you life. Words that will build your faith. And I want to explore that this year. My hope is that many times throughout this year, you would hear the voice of the Lord. Now, what does his voice sound like? That's a great question. Uh, This is the ultimate question, really, that we're going to dive into over the next number of months. But sometimes his voice sounds like a whisper in your heart. Sometimes it's a prompting when you're reading the Bible, like, hey, that applies to you. Sometimes it's the blast of a God-orchestrated circumstance or opportunity. Sometimes his voice sounds like 
the voice of your parents or, or your pastor, dare I say. Uh, God speaks in many different ways, but let's be willing and open to hear. On Sunday, we handed out a journal, a free journal to everybody. And if you have a journal, you can uh, you keep using your journal, obviously. I bought a whole bunch of journals. I actually bought them off Timu, which I was a bit worried that they would never show up, but they did show up. Hallelujah. And uh, I, we handed them out to everybody in our church. And I want to encourage you to get a journal this year. And if you want one, I probably have some left over. I can give you one. Absolutely. And some of you... Even just listening to this podcast, you may be hearing God speak to you and say, hey, plant yourself in everyone church, or, or you need to be involved in that. You need to pray for that. You need to give to that. I want us to learn to hear the sound of Jesus' voice and do what he says. I remember when I was a teenager, I began journaling. Uh, and not so much journaling like, oh, this is what I did today. This is what No, no, but more so writing down scripture verses, and things that I believe the Lord was speaking to me. And, I, and, and through this simple act, I believe I learned over time to recognize God's voice. And I don't always get it right, but I'm learning to listen. And you have heard, but I say, um, all the resource, all the growth tracks, all the vision in the world can never replace you hearing from God yourself. Are you listening today? You have heard, but I say. And maybe you're listening to our podcast today and it's been a long time since you've heard the voice of the Lord. Or maybe you never have. Or maybe you're not a Christian and you want to follow Jesus. Well, can I encourage you to come to church, get to know us, maybe head to that uh, Grow in Your Faith part of our website and start your journey of following Jesus. Amen? And let's go on the journey together uh, as we continue into our future, our bright future as a church family. Let's go into our future hearing the voice of Jesus and doing what he says. Amen. I'm going to talk more about this in a couple weeks. Next week is Missions Vision Sunday, which is super exciting. But in the coming weeks, we are going to unpack this. What does it mean to hear his voice? Okay. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And I hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. I know it's a lot of information, but please open your heart. Let's listen to his voice this year. Let me close in prayer. God, I thank you for every person, every child, mom, dad, grandparent, every person in every one church. And I thank you that you've brought us together for this time, for this season. And I pray that you would be glorified through every step we take forward as a church and that you would lead us and we would hear your voice and that we would have an amazing, amazing year and future. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great week. Love me the way